Hello, and welcome to Discrimination Worldwide, the show that brings light to discrimination. I'm your host, River Hong, and today we're going to talk about discrimination against teen pregnancy. We'll discuss the ins and outs of different forms of discrimination and the problems that will follow and offer listeners a special surprise at the end. Be sure to listen all the way through for details. The book I read was called A Fire and High. The book is based around Amoni's life as she figures out what she wants to do with her life and how best is for her baby. Amoni had her baby at 13 and had a hard time in life because of it. She's in her last year of high school and struggles with the thought of going to college. Her passion is cooking, so she decides to do culinary arts class. Through the book, she gets closer to Maliki and learns new things to grow as a person. After having her child, Emma, she really shut out a lot of the world. She had to walk through the halls having people whisper about her pregnancy and discriminate against because of it. At the end of the book, she is ready to face the world with her daughter and pursue her dream the best she could. Did you know that approximately 70% of teen girls who get pregnant drop out of school? This is due to lack of support and connections, having a hard time keeping relationships and forcing them into a stressful situation. Most teen girls that get pregnant or parenting are either told to leave the school by a teacher, counselor, or guardian. The other option for teen parents is to go to a different school with substandard education. Even more subtle forms of discrimination can be found, schools refusing to excuse absences for doctor appointments or even let them do makeup work. Even teachers excluding the student from school activities even saying comments that are made to discourage the student. In the book, the chapter Sisterhood, the snide comments and behind my back chatter was happening before Angelica came out, when all the guys were trying to bag her and all the girls wanted to sit with her with them at lunch. This sentence kind of describes the start of Amoni's life being at school, but also a teen mother. She got she was lucky to have all the support from her friend and her grandma, but was also stuck in poverty. The U.S. has a history of trying to lower the amount of teen pregnancies and discrimination. Discrimination against is prohibited by Title IX and is a federal law banning sex discrimination in public school. However, even today, discrimination against teen girls is still widespread. In 2017, 194,377 babies were born to women in the ages of 15 to 19 years old. Throughout the years, there have been biases upon teen pregnancy, and people believe the key to lowering the numbers of teen pregnancy is understanding and education. In the 1960s, sex education started focusing more on teaching students about preventing pregnancy rather than premarital sex. In the 1970s, there was a huge drop of unwanted pregnancies. In 1973, abortion was legalized in the U.S. Supreme Court with Roe v. Wade. The risk of abortion rose in later decades but have finally started to fall back. The discrimination against teen pregnancy in today's society is a little different. Teen mothers can be seen as irresponsible and not the best parents. The reality of the situation is even if you're straight A student, people see you differently after you have a child. Emily McKenzie Peterson came out and told her about her story about the difficulties and discrimination she faced once she became pregnant at age 16. She was an amazing student with dreams of going to college and becoming a pharmacist. 
Unfortunately, her school refused to excuse her absence in their policy of failing students if they missed more than two weeks of class, which is a violation of Title IX, which I stated at the beginning of the podcast, doesn't allow discrimination against sex in a federally funded school. According to the National Women's Law Center, under the law, schools must provide pregnant students with equal access to school and extracurricular activities and must excuse pregnancy-related absences for as long as the student's doctors say it's medically necessary. This states the necessities that the school was supposed to provide for Emily. However, the school blatantly ignored Title IX. Eventually, Emily's parents pulled her from the school and had her start home learning, which mostly turned into self-schooling. The girl who was dreaming for more was forced out of school. Okay, so to recap. Most girls who get pregnant in their teens drop out of school due to high amounts of pressure, straining relationships, not enough support from those around her, and schools ignoring Title IX, which protects the rights of teen parents. Through the use's history, they have tried to lower the number of unwanted pregnancy and legalize abortion, and put in sex education classes that focus on preventing pregnancy. However, even today, teenage pregnancy numbers are rising and teen mothers are dropping out of school. A way to help them is to support each other and give each other a voice. To do your own research. Look at other people's stories. This matters because unwanted pregnancy greatly affects those in poverty and is most common with those in poverty. Help teen girls remember their rights and support them through their hardships. Thank you for listening and I hope you tune in for the next episode.